flinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. They're down 15 for UCF. McLean stands in the pocket, pressured oh. by Gabe Hall. Oh, now we'll throw it up. Field, it's intercepted at the 25-yard line. Bears get the pick. Their first takeaway today. Who got it for Baylor? It's Caden Jenkins with the interception for the Bears. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, by Kaleo Wealth Management, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. First and goal for the Bears at the UCF 8-yard line. Quick snap, Dawson Pendergrass running go. right into the end zone. Touchdown, Baylor. They wind the clock, 9.45 and counting. Shapen claps his hands, fakes the pitch, rolling right, and the pass is caught. Touchdown, Bears. Third down and five from the 25. Oh, snap back, he Pick dropped the ball. Baylor's got on, it. Boy. Got to run with the ball. Picked up the loose ball. He may score he a scoop score. and score for the Bears. Here's the ball game, three seconds on the clock, 59-yard attempt, good snap. The kick is away, it is way short. And the Bears come all the way back to win over UCF here in Orlando. What a comeback by Dave Aranda and the Bears. 36-35, the final score. The Bears are 1-1 in Big 12 Conference play. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. I like cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Media Network from Saturday. How about that? How many people, uh, show of hands, how many people left and found something else to do at halftime? <laughs> uh, Aaron, I know, stuck by the uh, the board running it for us. We were still there, and lo and behold, it ends up being the biggest comeback in Baylor football history coming from 28 points down to win on the road over UCF, 36-33, or 35, the final score after Baylor trailed 35-10. to 10. Aaron, uh, what a wild, uh, improbable, really, comeback for the Bears. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, until the scoop and score, yep. I was just kind of sitting there like, oh, okay, this is nice, you know, it, it'll look better, and they're showing some fire, they're not – just kind of laying down and accepting a blowout, you know. Um, and then they just kept scoring and yeah. scoring and scoring. And next thing you know, you're like, okay, if they can get a stop right here, they can go down for the game-winning field goal. And that's exactly what happened. And then, you know, there was the fourth down play for UCF where the quarterback scrambled probably 150 yards exactly. back into his own end zone, was almost tackled four times, threw it up in the air, and was caught for a first down by his receiver. And I was like, I, I literally threw a bottle of water. Yeah, I, bet. I was like, oh, no. But then I remembered that a similar, not quite as spectacular, but a similar play happened in Oklahoma State's final drive in the Big 12 championship game. Yeah, They converted yeah, yeah. on a fourth down where – Spencer Sanders basically just threw the ball up in the air and it was caught. It was about the 40-yard line in the Big 12 championship game. 
uh, not you know deep in their own territory like it was against UCF, but very similar. So that calmed me down a little bit, and Baylor's defense did the rest. Man, and that's it. You know, not only the offense getting going, outscoring UCF twenty-six to nothing in the fourth quarter, but there was that nothing on the other side. You know, the defense got those stops, kept UCF from uh, scoring any more points. And, uh, and that's how they want it. And how about Coach uh, Aranda uh, being smart enough looking ahead to go for those two-point conversions, you know, seemed seem like uh, kind of early in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's why they, you know, he, he goes by the numbers. And the numbers say right there, go for two, because if you can make it both times, it's a nine-point lead, and you right. can win with a field goal and a touchdown, and that's yep. exactly what happened. And, exactly. And then he's even talked about it before, like that's that's why you don't deviate because those numbers are what they are for a reason. You know that there is that you win a certain percentage of the time if you do that for a reason. <laughs> so you kind of do what the charts tell you to right. as far as right. going for it and not going for it, and it. Definitely, definitely worked out for Baylor on Saturday. Dave Aranda is still the smartest man in the room. No, no doubt. No matter what the room is, you know. And uh, he knew exactly what he was doing. He had everything figured out there. And then the team just uh, executed uh, on the field offensively and defensively and special teams. And uh, lo and behold, a big, big win, 36-35. Isn't that amazing? I'm still reeling a little bit. And I don't want to know, not reeling, still uh, – Basking, I'll, I'll basking in the afterglow of of well, the most improbable <laughs> Baylor football win I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's uh, true. And uh, and imagine how um, UCF feels, you know, and and their players and their coaches, you know, they let a twenty eight point lead at home slip away and uh, and lose to Baylor. Yeah, I'm gonna assume. Well, as a Baylor fan, the game that it immediately reminded me of was the Michigan State game. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, the right. New Year, Good uh, comparison. Yep. Uh, when when Baylor played New uh, Michigan State in was it the Rose Bowl? It was. Uh, is that the Fiesta Bowl that year? I believe it was. Are you it, talking about who was it? Michigan State and who? Michigan State and Baylor. Oh, it, that was a Cotton Bowl. Cotton yeah. Bowl. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it was Baylor. Uh, it was. Uh, it was Baylor's first uh, New Year's Eve six bowl, and they had the lead against Michigan State, and they just could not stop them in the second half, and yeah. Michigan State had that huge comeback. That, that was the first one that came to mind for me, but we were on the better side of it this time. Right. <laughs> no, that's a good comparison, and it was one of – whenever I think back on that game, it was one of those games where, you know, Baylor had such a lead, 20-point lead in that game, and um, there were like – you can go through six things in that game that had to happen and had to happen going against Baylor. Every one of them had to happen for Michigan State to to win, to come back and win, and all six of them <laughs> happened. <laughs> you know, like an offensive face mask right, penalty. Right. How often you see something like that? But that was one of them, and everything just uh, conspired against the Bears that day. But uh, you're right. I mean, I think very similar circumstances – happened and turned out to be in Baylor's favor this past Saturday. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was kind of a similar uh, I don't know confluence of events, you know, everything had to go right with as little time as they had and I sent you I sent you a screenshot. Yep. Saturday 
from a tweet that I saw from ESPN with four minutes left when Baylor, four minutes left in the third quarter, when Baylor trailed 35-7, to seven, UCF's win percentage was 99.9%. And rightfully so. I mean, the odds of the comeback there, you have to have everything go right. You have to do everything right. Your defense has to make every stop. And they did. And it was just amazing to watch and be a part of. And I'm still flying high. That is really wild. So a huge, huge win for the Bears uh, over UCF. Get to two and three on the season, one and one in Big 12 conference play. And, and I think, uh, you know, stating the obvious, that will help the Bears moving forward, you know, propel them forward. But I think not just winning the game, but the way they won the game, I think that will help Baylor, you know, something to build upon and, and move forward with also. Yeah, and, and I don't want to bring up too much negative because it's so positive, but if you look, like what if they don't make the comeback? What if it just ends yeah. up being a UCF blowout? and ends up 35-10 or 35-17, you know, you're talking about, wow, what's the rest of this season going to look like? Now with this huge comeback, you're still saying that, but you're asking it with a totally different tone and a totally different outlook and and obviously a much more more positive outlook. If they can beat Tech at home, they can start a, a, a real winning streak and this season could still turn out to be something special. Yeah, very much so. Well, special day on Saturday. Big win for Baylor, 36-35 over UCF in Orlando. We'll let you listen to the Dave Aranda press conference coming up in just a few minutes. Right now, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show on a Monday, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, Ted Teague from Alan Samuels on the trip with us to uh, to Orlando. He and his wife Leah there to uh, enjoy what turned out to be the biggest comeback in Baylor football history. Appreciate Ted and Leah and Alan Samuels, and they're on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. The Bears are back home at McLean Stadium this Saturday, hosting Coach Joey McGuire and the Texas Tech Red Raiders on Go Gold Weekend in Waco. 5 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show with a 7 p.m. kickoff. Join John, JJ, and Ricky for all the play-by-play. It's the Bears and the Red Raiders. Big 12 football this Saturday, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you're a small business owner, you know the value of trusted advice. We're here to build a relationship with you and help navigate the financial complexities you may encounter. Your success is our passion. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. D'Amore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes, and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing D'Amore Fine Jewelers. 
To keep your energy costs low, seal your home or business with insulation from ProFoam Insulation. Whether you want spray foam insulation, retrofit insulation, blow-in insulation, or bat insulation, ProFoam Insulation is the team for the job. They can handle residential, commercial, and agricultural jobs. They're licensed and insured, offer free estimates, and lifetime warranties are also available. Family-owned and operated since 2017. ProFoam Insulation of Robinson, 254-640-1255, and ask for Matt. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. You're invited to experience the best carnival in Central Texas at the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo this October. Grab the whole family and enjoy fun games, thrilling rides, and all your fair food favorites. Don't miss the opportunity to make memories that will last a lifetime. Purchase a fun pass at your local participating Sefco convenience stores for even more fun and excitement. Each one includes gated mission and unlimited carnival rides each day of the fair for only $90. Visit HotFair.com today for more information. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Don't miss the end of summer sale happening now at Lone Star Structures. Say big on in-stock storage sheds, ready-to-move-in cabins, greenhouses, chicken tractors, dock kennels, porch swings and gliders. Conveniently shop their sale inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Stop by their location on Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call 254-583-4411. Hurry in, sale in soon. Need help with investments or insurance? How about retirement? Let Colby Witt at Witt Financial Group help secure your today and your tomorrow. Making financial decisions isn't easy. That's why Witt Financial Group can help understand what's right for you. Specializing in 401k rollovers, insurance planning, and saving tax dollars through strategic planning. Call Witt Financial Group today at 254-723-5471. That's 254-723-5471. Witt Financial Group, located in Waco. Don't wait. Call today. Back, John Morris Show on a Monday. Glad you are with us today. Let you listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference coming up next segment. Bears uh, coming off the big win in Orlando back home this Saturday. A gold out at McLean Stadium. Go gold this Saturday as the Bears host the Texas Tech Red Raiders at McLean Stadium. It's a 7 o'clock tip off, kickoff on Saturday evening uh, for the Bears and the Red Raiders. And, uh, Aaron, have you looked ahead to the weekend weather? Have you seen what's coming this weekend? I have not. All right, so here's a brief look ahead. Supposed to get rain through here and a front through here on Thursday and Friday, so chance of good rain Thursday and Friday. Saturday, it says the high is, last time I looked, let me check again, Saturday high of 69 and a low of 53. Oh, wow. On Saturday. (laughs) 
Sunny, 72, and a low of 49. How about that? Did they change where we're playing the game? Or? No, it's in Waco, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Isn't that wild? That's uh, Yeah, that's going to be slightly different from the uh, – 112-degree uh, summer yes. we had. Yes. <laughs> and let me correct that. It looks like rain Wednesday and Thursday, not Thursday and Friday. So Wednesday and Thursday, that's the front. High of 87 on Wednesday, high of 77 on Thursday, and 79 Friday, and as we said, 69 the projected high on Saturday. So it's actually going to be cool out there for a night game on a Saturday night in October on the Brazos. Yeah, that's going to be great football weather for Man, October. That's I mean, so cool. It doesn't get much better than that, know, you know. I know so. that is great. So there's the uh, there's the week ahead weather wise, and uh, a big game Saturday after uh, Saturday evening, a gold out at McLean Stadium for the Bears and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Uh, congratulations to Caden Jenkins, Baylor freshman defensive back. He was named the Big 12's Defensive Player of the Week. Or let me see, did he get defensive or newcomer? He was honored by the Big 12 earlier today. Let me double-check that. But Caden uh, Jenkins, what a game for uh, for that freshman. He was named, yeah, D- a Big 12 Defensive Player of the Week. Uh, had an interception uh, we heard in the, the open, also a scoop and score, uh, uh, pick up a fumble and run it 72 yards for the uh, touchdown that really swung the momentum in Baylor's favor. So what a what a great game by Caden Jenkins, and he's recognized by the Big 12 as the defensive player of the week. That's a freshman. That's a freshman back there at cornerback and just making things happen for the Bears. Yeah, to say, and if you'll remember, even after the Texas game, Coach Aranda talked about how well some of the true freshmen had played, especially the true freshman defensive backs. And in the next game, <laughs> Jenkins just basically turns the game around. You yeah, know, I mean, it was did. just incredible. He had, like you said, he had that early interception, and they were driving at that point, and and a score that may have put the game away, and then. Just Johnny on the spot to pick up, scoop up that fumble, and outrace everybody on US UCF's team to the end zone, and you could see. And I don't want to say that that it, it goes like man for man on the roster, but you could see the speed difference when Jenkins picked that up. He was yeah. running away from UCF offensive players. So, uh, congratulations to Caden Jenkins, uh, Big 12 Defensive Player of the Week. We have uh, on our broadcast, you know this, Aaron, we have our uh, first place foods darn good player of the game. We recognize sort of the game MVP in our post game. And uh, we were all sort of split, which is not a bad thing when you've got several guys that are worthy of that recognition. Uh, And one of them was Caden Jenkins for sure. One was Monterey Baldwin, who uh, had 150 yards and catches on Saturday. And the other was Blake Shapin, you know, Shapin uh, coming back from that MCL injury. And he was a real, uh, real igniter of the offense and was playing with a lot of fire and passion out there. So uh, we just had – we couldn't decide on one. So we had three – (laughs) <laughs> darn good players of the game and I think they were all three deserving and they weren't the only three I mean there were a bunch of others that that it could have been also so big team win for the Bears on Saturday they'll need to do it again and maybe even ratchet up a notch uh, with Texas Tech 
coming in on Saturday. Let's hear the thoughts of Coach Dave Aranda. We'll do that after this break. Let you listen into the Monday press conference with the Baylor head coach. We've got that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas. Spent a lot of time with uh, Ricky Thompson and Eric Shero from Alliance Bank over the weekend. Saw Todd Moore at dinner last night. So Alliance Bank is, uh, they are out there and uh, really, really good guys and women at Alliance Bank Central Texas. Check it out. Two locations in Waco, one in Temple and one in Georgetown. Also brought to you by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. They are closed today. They're gearing up for another big week on the Brasses at the Baylor Club. One of the things they do very well are the private events at the Baylor Club uh, where you can uh, reserve a space and host any type event you would like to have there. Um, Their private events team includes Samantha Hernandez and Taylor Roan. Give them a call. Samantha's direct line is 254-710-8081. Taylor's number, 254-710-8076. If you can't remember those or can't write them down, the main number always, 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. We're brought to you also by DMRA Fine Jewelers, the good folks at DMRA at 4541 West Waco Drive. There Waco gets engaged. This is ESPN Central Texas. Come check out the end-of-summer clearance sale at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. Many of our boats are now priced as low as they can go. You don't want to miss out on these incredible deals. Also, for a limited time, we're offering free accessories packages worth up to $2,750 with select Yamaha boats. Imagine the satisfaction you would feel owning a new boat. Visit our website, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com, or Google Marineland Boating Center. You can see in our reviews why we are the highest-rated boating center in Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Baylor alumni are more than 160,000 strong. When we all join hands to support our university, we don't just move the needle, we move mountains. Working together, we create life-changing opportunities for students on the field, in the classroom, in the laboratory, and in life for generations to come. So get connected. Get involved. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni. Listen to the John Moore Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated, is local, and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddix Heating and Air specializes in residential service and installation, plus new construction projects for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star rating on Google Reviews. Haddix Heating and Air, 254-301-5373. And check them out on Facebook. License TAC LB106271E. 
Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Appreciate the question. I think guys just continued to fight and believe. I think the locker room was one that um, believed we could still win. And when we were talking in there, the guys that were talking believed we could win. And when I was talking, I believed that we could win. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. It's Coach Dave Aranda from his press conference earlier today. It follows the Bears uh, come from behind 36-35 win over UCF on Saturday. Bears scored the final 29 points of the game. Think about that. We're down uh, 35-10. to to uh to UCF and scored 29 unanswered points 26 nothing in the fourth quarter alone to win the game biggest comeback in Baylor football history let's hear the thoughts uh from his press conference earlier today from Baylor head coach Dave Aranda it's good to see you guys uh just in reviewing the tape a fair amount to improve on um but good to see the uh, response and good to see the fight and good to see the, uh, the final outcome. You know, we're all hopeful that this can propel us into this next week. I have a lot of respect for the Red Raiders and, you know, the momentum that they have and the team that they have and the coaches that are coaching them and the players that are playing. And so know that uh, we will have another big test ahead of us and are looking forward to it. Take any questions you guys got. Dave, uh, you talked the other day about um, we'll see more of the tempo offense going forward. Uh, as you examine the film, I mean, what was it about that that was so effective, you know, late in the game during the comeback? And is that sustainable? Appreciate that. Yeah, I thought um, 
the tempo was effective because we were able to get lined up quick and there was no shifts of motions and it forced the defense to have to build a to not make calls according to our formation right get lined up set edges get tight on coverage things that were um so-so being accomplished and I think we we're able to take advantage of those spaces in between um, now I think moving forward you know it has to be more um, diverse than that it has to be more built in to the fabric of our offense than that and um, that is what we're working on and preparing right now Coach, I know you mentioned you know we want to see what we see in practice moved on to the football field on Saturdays what exactly clicked mm -hmm. in that second half I appreciate the question. I think guys just continued to fight and believe. I think the locker room was one that um, believed we could still win. And when we were talking in there, the guys that were talking believed we could win. And when I was talking, I believed that we could win. And I, could, I made eye contact with guys, and they believed it. And so, you know, games like that, you know, I was – I was at Hawaii and we played Utah State. Gary Anderson was the coach and I was on the, on the other end of that. We were up and then lost the game to Utah State, came roaring back. And I think I mentioned to you all a couple of years ago, I was um, at a school, we were up on Auburn, or Auburn was up on us and we came roaring back. Uh, nothing quite like this one, but I, you know, just being in the past, I haven't been in games like that there is a belief that gets transmitted to other guys that maybe were so-so with their belief. And then it just builds and it takes off. And so very hopeful that that's what happens here. And that's what we're pushing for. Dave, particularly as a freshman, is Caden Jenkins playing like at an elite level? Appreciate that, yeah. There's always been just a great confidence and an energy with him, and there's just been um, – there has been no flinching with him from the minute he stepped on campus over here. And then there's just a great, um, you know, just as a person, just a warmth and a, um, um, a welcoming aspect to him that I just, I mean, you want to like him and you want to root for him. And so it's a way cool story. And uh, I think the best is yet to come for him. Coach, obviously year two with Joey mm -hmm. at Tech, when you look at their team, what areas do you see and you say, oh, yeah, that's trademark Joey. Yeah, that, I see mm -hmm. Joey's hands all over that kind of thing. Appreciate that. Yeah, they compete. And so you watch that Oregon game, and that was back and forth, and that was tooth and nail and all of it. And so um, they will, you know, we are going to get their best shot for sure. And they've been given their best shot to every every uh, opponent that they play. And so you can see the fight. You can see the, the um the competition in the games and you can see the not quitting and so it's uh, a definite test for us. Dave I want to go back to that tempo for a second. Uh, mm -hmm. Is that a place that Monterey can excel because obviously he had some big plays down the stretch and you mm -hmm. mentioned you know sometimes y'all were taking advantage of the defense not being able to get lined mm -hmm. up just quite right. Mm -hmm. I mean is it a place where he can get out in space? 
I believe so. I believe it benefits the offensive line. I think it benefits Blake Shapin. I think he's probably he is. I know he is at his best when there's some momentum and and things are kind of in a flow for him. And so I just you know I look at it as just an evolving of the offense that we have, and how can we move our pieces to better spots. Um, you know, um, keeping the same systems in place, but um, evolving to um, a faster operating system. And so we're looking forward to it. Dave, I wonder if sometimes it's harder to flip the page Mm -hmm. coming off a win like this than Mm -hmm. coming off a tough loss. Appreciate that. Um, Yeah, you know, my only, well, my, my experience just being on a couple of these wins is that there is, you know, there, there is a um, kind of an expansion of belief, you know, and, and it's not that guys did not believe. It's not that at all. It's that, um, that, hey, this is happening right now, and you're a part of it, and everything you do matters, and everything here counts, and, you know, we're, we're going to do this thing right here, right now. It's the immediacy of it is kind of brought, is, is kind of brought to bear and is uh, put it right there in their face so there's nowhere else to look. And so I think a win like that does that. And so, you know, we're going to talk about the positive things. There's a fair amount of negative things that have to get fixed. Um, And so uh, that's really going to be the emphasis is the truth of all of it. And then, you know, we turn the the page to a tech team that's going to pose a bunch of problems and tempo and wide splits and just all the things. And so, you know... um, and I know that this is this is a game with a lot of uh, emotion and all of it behind it, and so uh, we are aiming to be at our best to to meet their best on Saturday. Coach, winning is always a priority, but can you talk about how important it is to win as the bye week is looming next week? Appreciate that. Yeah, I think the the bye gives you know we've been beat up um, this year. Uh, so far and so I think the bye is going to give us a chance to get healthy and so the the ability to kind of finish um, you know that you know third fourth quarter run that we started and have that momentum go into the bye is really important you know our our guys and everyone here wants to win the rest of the games that we got on our schedule and so that's our goal how was Mike Smith feeling? I saw him. He was kind of riding there in the second half. Mike, Mike Smith's out. He tore his ACL. So he's out for the season. Could you give some injury updates on uh, other guys? Jarrell Boykins, Trey Emery, Trey Wilson. And uh, is Dom Richardson still kind of beat up? Yeah, so Dom's got high ankle sprain. He pushes through. Um, you know, his carries are normally limited because he's pushing through. Uh, both uh, Trey, um, Trey Emery is working his way back. Gerald Boykins is working his way back. A lot of that's getting in playing shape. And then uh, here's someone else I'm missing. Trey Wilson. Trey Wilson had a concussion. Yeah. Uh, random events and setbacks. Uh-huh. Is that one you had in the holster, or is that just did that just come out? And can you uh, can you cash in on that? Maybe trademark it, get a T-shirt or something. <laughs> no, yeah, it's um, well, the I think what we brought up. I don't know. I can't remember the um, 
you know, in 20, it was 20, 2014, we played, uh, I was at Wisconsin, we played Auburn. I was in a bowl game, and I uh, was just miserable pre preparing for them, just all their gadget plays and just all of it, and then two weeks to prepare, and, and I thought we really played them well. We gave up 30-some points and won in overtime, and then we played them all throughout the years there in Baton Rouge, and, you know, edges was such a huge, important thing. We have to set edges, and it's, and everything starts with that, and, and so this week, you know, having the opportunity to do that from day one, you know, a week ago today, you know that was the emphasis and here's all this film and here's all these drills and here's us doing it in practice and then the very first play we don't set an edge and it goes for whatever it is and so it's just you know there's a reason why you know and that as and this is not to, to put anything on players or as coaches we have to find a way to get it across better but i think it's not reacting from that it's responding to that and uh, i thought we were able to do that and i think that enabled us to win at the end and that's just hard to do when um you know you've taken some punches so coach in terms of texas tech what impresses you about what they're able to do in terms of running the balls and team that's top half in the country in that area appreciate that yeah they spread you out and then they run gap schemes and so they'll pull a tackle we call it a dart play or they'll pull a guard and a tight end so they run counter uh, gy and then their backs are really patient and so the backs will stay behind the pullers. If the pullers are coming this way and the back's coming, he'll stay behind, stay behind. Then if there's no force, he'll bounce it. If there is hard force, he'll, he'll, he could cut it all the way back. So the, the, the spacing, the patience, and then the big playability, the speed to, you know, when they do get uh, in open grass to make the most of it. Um, and the final thing I'd add to that would be the tempo. I think there are times that where there, sh there should be edges by design and defense and everything, and there's not because they're worn down. Guys are tired. Guys are trying to get through this, get through this series, and something hits them. Who steps in in Mike Smith's place? And then do you have an update on Garrison as well? Garrison also tore his ACL. Yeah, so we lost two in this game which has kind of been it's been a tough season for injuries and it continues but um uh josh white will move up see some uh see some action and then we want to be able to look at uh jj evans as well as uh, as brooks and carmelo and so we need to build build some depth there Oh, go ahead. Is there any concern in kind of the momentum, all the good vibes coming out of that, the UCF game, kind of swinging too far the other way, you know, for, for, for y'all and kind of being too confident, if that makes any sense? I think it's probably a pretty big vacuum of good vibes. So we're not. <laughs> I think we're pretty safe in that area. Dave, do the performances by Monterey and Richard kind of help the offense as far as what the defenses you have to face will prepare? Appreciate that. I agree, yes. Um, you know, I think one of the areas that uh, needs improvement uh, among many would be the play of our outside receivers. You know, I think prior to this game, it was an area that was um, kind of growing and there was promise and all that could still be. But we have to overcome the hiccup that was on Saturday. Um, there's a lot of one-on-one -on -one matchups that we wanted to take advantage of, and we failed to do so just by release and 
run of the route and separation and all of it. And so with that, the outside's taken away, the inside opened up, and I think we're able to see that. And so, um, you know, with Tech, uh, returns two really good corners. I think they're the two of the better players on their defense. And so, again, another great challenge for our outside people, uh, but then an opportunity for our inside people as well. And so we've got to get our outside guys going because they're talented. And I know that they're a huge part of what we do. But while that is, is being operated and worked on, we got, um, we got some good options inside. What was the difference in Richard on Saturday from maybe the first four games? Appreciate that. Yeah, I think I've seen a difference in him maybe the last three weeks. And so, you know, I think, um, you know, anytime that you're sharing reps and you're doing all of it, I think that has an effect. I think that would on anybody. And so I think for him to kind of find his role and his space and all of it uh, took a minute. And then I also think, um, you know, the just the um, – the uh, ability to feel out, hey, this is how this is this is our line. This is when I run to the left, it's this. When I run to run, I run to the right, it's this. And just the timing and all of it, it takes a while to get to that. And sometimes when we're subbing guys in and out, you, it's hard to get into that rhythm. And um, these last couple of weeks, he's been able to get it. And so excited for what he's uh, what he's doing and what he's about to do. Coach, what is different about? the quarterback you guys are going to play in Baron Morton versus the guy who was the start of the first couple of weeks in Tyler Shuff. Appreciate that. Yeah, I think the um, the starter that they had, you could tell that um, he had been in some big games, had won some big games. There was when things got got um, pressured up, he was way calmed down. I think the Oregon game is a great example of that. There's a couple others that are true that way as well. I think the guy we're playing now is very talented, can make all the throws, is can run and everything else. I think he's still working through the, um, um, you know, getting over the moments. I mean, there's some of the things that our guys are working through uh, when you saw, um, you know, our, our backup guys in there too. So I think it's just part of it. And so would like for that to continue for them, you know, at least one more week. Coach, uh, to start the season at home, one and three overall, but now you hit the road and you got that win. Mm -hmm. Talk about returning to the playing stadium, how important it is to defend the home turf. No, appreciate that. Yeah, our guys love playing at home. Um, we're, we want to be able to see a big crowd, and then we want to play well for a crowd, or for a home crowd, and just get the energy going at McLean like we know it can be. And we, um, you know, the football team and everyone involved has a huge part in that. And so we take that really seriously, and we're looking forward to, to another opportunity to do that. Coach, kind of an obvious question, but, you know, for you, how did it feel to see your guys pumped and excited again and celebrating a win that's something they're not, they haven't been used to for a little bit? Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it was, it's good to see the, the reward. It's good to see the recognition, and it's good to see the, um, you know, there was a bunch of guys that weren't thinking about themselves. They were thinking about the, you know, like the Mike Smiths, the Garrisons, the guys that, uh, you know, um, I was talking to, um, 
he probably wouldn't want me saying this, but I was talking to Matt Jones while he was puking on the sideline. And, um, you know, he was getting out the last the last couple chunks of all of it, and then he goes up, we're going to win this game. He puts his helmet back on. And so when it's stuff like that, you know, you get to a point to where guys aren't, you know, Monterey Baldwin ran over like three or four guys. So you get to where guys aren't thinking about themselves anymore. They're thinking about doing it for other people. And that's, you're at a different level when it's that way. It's Coach Dave Aranda, his press conference from earlier today. Hope you enjoyed listening in to that. The Bears uh, go back to work now. Well, they're well into it already. But uh, continuing preparations for Texas Tech coming in this Saturday evening, 7 o'clock at McLean Stadium in a gold out for the Bears and the Red Raiders coming up this Saturday. All right, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll look ahead. We'll share some birthdays with you, have more here in the 2 o'clock hour, then hand things off to Matt Mosley, top of the hour. Aaron, we should mention, I don't want to get let the hour go away without mentioning uh, Major League Baseball. Game 162 was yesterday. Everybody finished the regular season. Uh, interesting, on the last day of the season, the Rangers lose uh, one to nothing, and the Astros win, and by virtue of that, the Astros tie the Rangers for the American League West title, and they've got the head-to-head advantage because they beat uh, badly the Rangers in the head-to-head series this year. So it's the Astros that will go in as the number two seed into the playoffs and the Rangers that have to go through a wild-card series beginning tomorrow. Yeah, it was a you know tough end of the season, but I tried to keep it in perspective. They're a year ahead of schedule, and I wouldn't expect them to make the playoffs. And the fact that they did with – their bullpen being literally one of the worst in Major League Baseball history is still amazing. So we'll see what they can do against Tampa, and maybe they can still make a run. Yeah, fun to watch. So uh, those wild card series begin tomorrow. We'll keep you updated on all of that, but uh, big series and fun to watch when you get to October baseball. Uh, Let me mention this also, the Big 12 schedule looking ahead to this weekend. Uh, It's the Red River rivalry, the final uh, Big 12 version of that, Oklahoma and Texas from Dallas. UCF plays at Kansas. TCU coming off the loss to West Virginia. They play at Iowa State. Iowa State got pounded by Oklahoma 50-20. to And then, of course, Texas Tech in Waco to play Baylor coming up on Saturday evening. Those are the games coming up this week in the Big 12. Take a break and be right back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. That great new location, much more room to serve you better, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6 in Waco. Go by, check it out, or you can uh, reach them and look and shop on the web at pioneerboys.com. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntechsportsfan.com. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. With five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. And when it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Bird Colgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models like the Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Bird Colgen Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgen Ford. Experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of Diamore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. Diamore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. Diamore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing DMRA Fine Jewelers. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on a 
Monday. Hey, we're glad you're with us today. Our uh, Baylor Coaches Show comes up on Wednesday. We'll have Nikki Collin there, Baylor women's basketball coach, and uh, Dave Aranda back with us this mm-hmm. Wednesday, 7 to 8, live from Rudy's. Hope you will join us from there. Aaron, tomorrow, uh, you don't know this yet, but I need to <laughs> let you know, uh, I'll be on the road tomorrow with Nikki Collin and Scott Drew, a uh, basketball tour of Texas, and we've got luncheon in Houston tomorrow, and that'll be fun. And then from there on to San Antonio for a dinner tomorrow night. So a full day of uh, basketball with Nikki Collin and Scott Drew coming up tomorrow. But uh, we'll connect with you uh, remotely tomorrow in the 2 o'clock hour. All right, uh, the Matt Mosley Show is coming up next. What do you guys have planned between 3 and 6 here, Aaron? We will be talking a lot about Baylor's 36-35 come from behind win over UCF at the bounce house on Saturday. We will hear Coach Dave Aranda's press conference, or most of it. Uh, Matt will listen and comment along the way. And we will also talk about the Cowboys' impressive and, quite frankly, pretty easy Mm. 38-3 win over the New England Patriots. Is Bill Belichick on the hot seat? And we will also talk about your Texas Rangers making the postseason, which starts tomorrow as they begin a three-game series with the Tampa Bay Devils. All right, very good. So best all of that... three, sorry, not a three-game series. Uh, best but, of three, yeah. exactly. Could be, but maybe not. Could be two. All right, very good. All that coming up on the Matt Mosley Show. Stay tuned for that. Let's mention some birthdays to you before we get out of here. It is uh, we had our external team meeting this morning, part of the external team, Donovan Burris from the Bear Foundation. It's Donovan's birthday today. Happy birthday to him. And uh, from Baylor Vision, Abby Stokes. And it's Abby's birthday today. So happy birthday to both of them here in Baylor Athletics. It's Raymond Cockrell's birthday. Birthday. Raymond, uh, great tight end in his day here at Baylor, part of the 80 championship team. Happy birthday to Ray, who's doing great things down in the Colleen area. So uh, happy birthday to Raymond Cockrell. It is David Hardage's birthday today. Happy birthday to David. He's 67 years old. I know that because he posted a picture and he ran 6.7 miles today for his 67th birthday. Happy birthday to David. It is also today Randall uh, Lineball's birthday, former Baylor pitcher. It's Austin Stone's birthday, former Baylor pitcher. Clifton Odom, former Baylor defensive back. It is Lauren Schwartz's birthday today. And a lot of you know Lauren here in Central Texas. It's Ryan Bertelsman's birthday today. Ryan, former Baylor pitcher also. Dean Buttonshone up in uh, uh, the Metroplex. Happy birthday to Dean today. And I think that is it. Uh, Oh, thanks. My wife texted me. It is Amy Chandler's birthday today also. So happy birthday to Amy Chandler. Amy and David up in Denver. And uh, happy birthday to Amy Chandler. Uh, One more, a couple more to add on the list. Dan Horde, he is the voice of the Cincinnati Bearcats and the Cincinnati Bengals. It's Dan's birthday. And Laura Rutledge uh, now with ESPN. Happy birthday to Laura. Aaron, who else would you add to the birthday list? We've got a few today. We will start with Lorraine Bracco, who played Dr. Melfi on The Sopranos. She turns 69 today. Former Mavs center Tyson Chandler turns 41. He was the 2012 Defensive Player of the Year. 
And more importantly, he was the center on their 2011 NBA Championship Series and a big reason why they won the championship. So happy birthday to Tyson Chandler. Kelly Rippa of the Kelly Rippa and Whoever Show. She's had a lot of <laughs> she's had a lot of co-hosts. <laughs> and now it's her husband, right? I believe so. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, Kelly and Regis, and then Kelly yeah. and Michael with Michael yeah. Strahan. And I, I'll take your word for whoever it is now. You know, it's <laughs> her husband now. She has had a bunch of different co-hosts, but Kelly Rippa, host of we'll just call it the Kelly Rippa Show, <laughs> is fifty-three. Don McLean of American Pie fame turned seventy-eight. Photographer Annie Leibowitz, who, if you grew up reading Rolling Stone magazine, she did almost all of their uh, famous covers, and there are a bunch of them. She turns 73, and Sting turns 72. Nice. What a list. October the 2nd. Pretty good, yeah. Big birthday day. Very nice. All right, we got to move out of here. We appreciate you being with us today. Aaron, thank you very much for making things work. We will connect with you remotely tomorrow from either Houston or San Antonio. I don't know yet where, but we'll connect (laughs) with you tomorrow with that. And now, folks, we invite you to stay tuned. The Matt Mosley Show is coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. I think it's probably a pretty big vacuum of good vibes. I think we're pretty safe in that area.